Welcome to the Wolverine Digest Podcast, the best spot for objective and authentic coverage of Michigan athletics. If you want an open dialogue, honest opinions, and in-depth coverage of the maize and blue, this is the podcast for you. Coaches did a great job of, uh, and, and the players were trusting what they were telling them. They were they were seeing themselves, uh, you know, take those coaching points from the media room to the field and uh, and have success and. And um, you know, that you know, I put an exclamation point on it for them that uh, you know, these are coaches that know what they're doing and, and know what they're saying and, and players are uh, developing. And yes, it is. And you're listening to Jamie Morris, Dennis Fithian, and Matt the Hitman Misler at the Taj Mahal doing the ones and twos over on the other side of town. And, as I said going out, we have Brandon Brown, publisher of the Wolverines Digest uh, of uh, Sports Illustrated. And uh, that that cut was Jim Harbaugh on the new staff uh, in the spring, thanks to In the Trenches uh, podcast uh, with John Jansen. Brandon, speaking of uh, faith, let's take you over to football. It looks to me that Michigan is staring a seven and five, eight and four season down the the barrel of that gun, which uh, you know, I you know it might be good for them. Uh, is it going to be good enough? Uh, what do you think? If if that, um, what do you think of that? Uh, th- those two uh, records, and would that be good enough? Um, no, that's not good enough. Not in year seven, not at Michigan, not, no, it's just not period. I mean, I don't, it doesn't, I don't think it matters. I mean, I don't think that's ever good enough, but certainly not in year seven. Um, and I, I agree. I have them at seven and five right now. When I go game by game and look at every, every opponent on the schedule, that's what I come up with. But it's, it's really crazy how I think there's only like three, maybe two gimmies, which is really nuts to think about. You, you know, people would say like, well, you got I mean, you got to put Rutgers as a gimme. I'm like, well, do you? Because it was triple overtime to beat them last year. So how, how can that be a gimme now at this point when we've seen what we've seen? And then the two max schools. I mean, I, you know, Michigan should be able to roll, roll out of bed and win those games. But you talk about Washington at home week two. And then, of course, you know, the, the other teams with closer, closer equal talent, Wisconsin, Penn State, who's, you know, made Michigan look bad last year. And, of course, Ohio State and then Indiana, who won by 17. I mean, you start to go – game by game and I think just about all of the games on the schedule is is potential besides the besides the two max schools are potential losses based on how it looked last year and that's crazy to me that's just absolutely crazy to me that it's I mean I expect them to beat Maryland I expect them to beat a, a Michigan State team that's not very good even though Michigan State beat them last year in Ann Arbor that's that's where I'm at and that's just Hell no, it's not even close to good enough in year seven. Not not a chance. Well, you're listening to Brandon Brown, um, <laughs> publisher of Wolverine's Digest with the Sports Illustrated. Brandon, I, I, I get what you're saying. For Jim Harbaugh, it is his seventh year. First year for a new coaching staff. So I think people are, I, as I said earlier in, in the broadcast, because we've been talking about this, Look, I get what you're saying. You, you're 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 holding on to the Jim Harbaugh. How many years he's been there? No, Jim Harbaugh's done what 
uh, his boss wanted him to do. He brought in a whole new staff. So he 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 gets to reset a bit. I'm not saying that he he gets to lose games and he needs to stay close to certain games and he's got to be he's got to beat Michigan State. I'm just going to say we 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 just got to say it. He's got to beat uh, Michigan State and he's got to be competitive against Ohio State. Can't get can't get whitewashed anymore. Um, and I mean, look, he's got to beat some teams that people don't think he can beat. He's got to win some games that people don't think he can win, like a Wisconsin, like like a Washington, teams that he's got to beat. I think if 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 the right and I asked Dennis said if he if he finishes eight and this and I said tell me who he beats, who he who does he beat and who does he lose to, and then I'll tell you if it's not if it's not satisfactory or if it's satisfactory. I mean if he goes eight and four and he beats Ohio State at the end of the season, everybody's happy. I'm sorry, you may not be happy because you're not seeing a Big Ten championship or something like that, but everybody else is happy. I'll tell you that because that's been 15 years of pain. But that being said, if he gets beat, it depends on who he beats. That's what it it boils down to. It's really who do you compete against? Who did you beat and who did you compete against? Yep. So on on paper, you know, looking at it right now, on paper, I see a losses to Washington, Indiana, Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State. That's where I. That's how I get to my seven and five. And you know, like I said, I I just don't know how anybody could be really upset at that based on what we what we saw last year. I I just you know seventeen point loss to Indiana for the first time in almost forty years. You lose to that team, and then the zero and five Penn State team comes into Michigan and beats them and. You know, who knows what it would have looked like against Ohio State. I don't think anybody wants to think about that. So it's just I, I just I just don't know how you argue it. I, I just don't know how you argue it at this point. And to your initial point, I understand the yeah, there's a lot of new coaches and there's some guys doing a job for the first time and but the 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 problem with that argument is that it's that way because of Harbaugh. Like he built it up to the point where it was crap and didn't work tore it down and now he's getting another like you just normally don't get another chance to do that in year seven usually the head coach is also gone and it's a rebuild and you start over and you figure it out that didn't happen i thought it should have it didn't so now he's got a bunch of new guys that are going to try to figure it out and i've said this a lot too i i really like the idea of giving young up-and-comers a chance i think i love the idea of you know coaches in their 30s who are thinking about the game in a different way and approaching things in a way that 60-year-old defensive coordinators like Don Brown just aren't anymore. I mean, there, I, I think there's a ton of a ton of relevance to that approach. I just think that Michigan has a lot of that going on in one season. When you're bringing in six new assistant coaches and four of them are doing something they've never done before and you don't know who your quarterback is and you don't know what your starting O-line is, and I just think it's a lot of question marks all at one time to do any better than seven and five. Yeah, and I know they didn't play non-conference games, and they had a couple lopped off there at the end, but they only won two games, and you know, there's not going to be much enthusiasm, I can tell you that, for any team that uh, just has a two-win campaign. But I did see yesterday a story, and it was uh, you know reasons that this could be a bounce back uh, for, for Michigan. And one of the reasons w- that it could have been a bounce back season was submitted that the Harbaugh hasn't forgot how to coach. And, and I thought, like, when he came in, like, the, I want, I'll ask you the question. Are, are you more confident that you'll see the Jim Harbaugh next year with the new staff and everything else that we saw in the first couple of years? 
or the one that we saw in the last few years? Because a lot of questions, of course, with the one we saw the last few years. Yeah, I I just don't have a lot of faith in him. I just don't. I mean, it's 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 run out. I mean, when he was hired, couldn't believe it. I thought it was incredible. I thought two, three years, they're going to be playing for a national championship. They're going to be on par with Ohio State. They're going to get whichever quarterback they want to fit and run their system the best. Instead, it's been a revolving door of quarterbacks, and he hasn't developed a single one. It's just been – so I just, I just don't – you know, when you're – when you're a year or two in and you're still hoping and you're still faith, you still have some faith and there's still some, all right, we saw some good things, this, this, whatever. Year seven after how it looked last year and a complete rebuild of everything, I, no, I, I have zero faith. I mean, I, I hate to say it that way, but that's that's where I'm at. And like I said, I, 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 do, I do think that there's the chance that a lot of those new coaches could, could be just home runs and could really figure it out and hit the ground running. But I, I think it's more likely that it's that it's the other end of the spectrum. I just think that's that's how it generally works. I mean, if you make that many changes all at once, it's going to take some time. And I mean, I guess I guess he's got more time. And maybe he'll figure it out in eleven years. I don't know. I mean, we'll see how long it takes, right? I don't know. A little tongue in cheek by our man Brandon Brown. <laughs> Brandon, I, I wish we had more time to talk. I wish I I, I could have. I just could have. I, I could talk to you all day with that. But that being said, look, uh, we'll catch up later. And uh, I hope we get you on next week so we can continue to talk. I'll be here, man. I'll be here. As long as my son cooperates, man, I'm good to go. That's usually what it comes down to. <laughs> oh, trust me. I, the, the, Dennis <laughs> and uh, Ms. know too. My son, my, my, my nine-month-old son, as long as he cooperates, I'm good to go. <laughs> There you go. That's the motto of my life right now, man. I appreciate you guys having me. That's all.